Of all the different methods I have used to try and increase my grades, this was by far the simplest and the easiest to use. Listen into this episode where I will go in-depth on how I basically got straight A's with a single easy spreadsheet. Welcome to Younger, Smarter, Better. I am Christian Adlita, and today's episode, we're going to be diving into the idea of tracking your grades. I've kind of come up with this idea of starting a new series, kind of a new side thing. It'll be kind of what I'm going to call the What I've Learned episodes, and they're kind of all about these different things. These aren't necessarily from books, although some of the ideas might have been extracted from books, but they're different experiments that I've been running, different things I've been researching alongside of everything else. So one of the ones that I found most interesting, I've been doing a few different experiments over the past couple months. One of them I've been trying is tracking my grades. So what I did is I created a spreadsheet. So this all came out of the idea of I heard one what from one place from reading a few different books so this idea came from a book that i read but i kind of uh expanded on it and tried experimenting in different ways of how to use it was basically the idea of whatever gets tracked gets changed so i kind of in the past couple years i've been using that idea and i've kind of been changing it flipping on its head in some areas what gets tracked gets changed so a lot of the times it means people who track their food change their diet people who track their weight end up like losing a lot of weight and getting healthier these sorts of like the these are the ideas that this um, quote was created from the book that i was reading these are the examples that they used of this specific thing but then i expanded on a little bit so i was like okay if i track my time will my use of time change so i did do that for quite a while that's kind of where i started with off with the uh the time tracking spreadsheets that I've been making and using, I did um, three months. I had a time tracking spreadsheet where I tracked basically every five minute interval of my every single day. And I went through and I tracked all of this different time. And one of the things that I found interesting is there's a few different things that I was going through tracking. I did find some useful information that I could actually use. Things like, okay, you know what, I'm wasting time here. Or I'm, I work best in this hour, this time frame. So there's different things I did learn from that. But it was also a lot of effort to go and go through and track these different things. I've been tracking weight, um, fasting, all these different things. And... It's been really interesting because it definitely, I do still believe that what gets tracked gets changed. I think it depends on a few different factors of one, if you're willing to change, you're willing to go in and put the effort to change that. But also, if you look at it from the aspect of what gets tracked, it depends on how you track it. I think that there's a lot of the different methods that I've used have been involving just spreadsheets and paper tracking, which is great. Um, if you use that method, more power to you. Um, but, you know, there's different ways of tracking these things. And one of them that I came across was, so I had this one class. So basically, you know, there's the basic grading system where things are worth points and you lose points. And then you're basically a percentage of all the points you get in the marking period. That percent of points had versus points lost gets you your grade for that class. And that's what, you know, they generally you know, accepted grading method is used for most teachers and stuff. But then you have some, then you've got like that one or two teachers that use like this completely random different like method and everything. So I had, that was my teacher. This this year I had um, 
I'll call him Mr. G. Mr. G had this method of grading that involved standards, so there was no points. You did not get points. You got a score on a test, on a quiz. You only got a score of one, two, three, four, five. And a five was an A, a four was a B, a three was a C, and so on and so forth. And basically, you could only get the numbers one, two, three, four, or five, which was a completely different system. And then that was not, that was only the beginning. That was only the beginning of these things. First off, no homework, no classwork grades, none of that stuff. There was only the assessments, only quizzes and tests were used as grades. And then the other thing on top of that is that they were a weighted average. So what would happen is you'd have one standard, say, for this case, addition. And so say you take the first quiz in addition and you get a four. Okay, well now if you get the test, so you take one quiz on that and you might only have that one topic, but then you have a test that has addition and subtraction, not addiction. That would be, imagine having a test on addiction. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Imagine having, so the test would be on addition and subtraction. So you could get a grade for each of those individual standards. And so if you got a five on that test for the A, it would be 70% of that addition score plus 30% of all of the past scores you've gotten in that standard. So it was like, just to kind of like explain this whole system, it's a very long, complex system. So I was like, okay, I have to wrap my head around this because I know this is the one class that I could very easily lose all of the points and just kind of completely flop because it's AP statistics and... In the past history, I haven't been the best at keeping up with math grades, mostly because I'm interested in the math, not interested in the, you know, assessments in math. So I like I, I can get there's some maths that I can really get interested in with like, you know, all of the the different stuff that I can actually use, like, you know, addition, subtraction. I'm all about it. You give me logarithms and stuff I'm never going to really use. I'm just kind of going to avoid that as much as possible and work on something else. So these are the sorts of the things where I know in the past I've had some difficulty with math, not because I don't like the subject. It's one of my favorite subjects because I don't see any value in the specific area of that. So what I had to do is I said, okay, you know what? I have to make sure that I do good in math this year. So I'm going to have to find some way to improve my math grade. And so I look at the system of grading. I'm like, I have no idea what this is. All these standards and these different, the, the percent, the weighted averages, there's no points. I was so confused. So I went through and I sat down for the first three weeks of school. I sat down and I created a spreadsheet just for this one specific class. I said, all right, you know what? I'm really good with spreadsheets. I've used them all the time. I know how to use them. And I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to try and recreate what this grading system is in a spreadsheet. And so when I was going through, I was doing this, I was like, okay, you know what? Standards and okay so i can just put the standard name here i can give the grade but then i have to say if it's weighted or not because the most recent score is 70 percent, and then it's 30 percent of all the past scores so i had to figure out like some way how do you make that into a spreadsheet i did it. it took like five different tries five different styles and i went through and as i was doing this i was adding things to it and then there was a few different errors. I ended up showing it to Mr. G and he was like, oh yeah, you know, that's, he was pretty impressed with it actually when I first showed it to him and I showed it to a few other people and they're like, man, you could sell this. And I was like, that's a great idea. Uh, not for sale yet. Still working out the bugs. Um, but basically I was going through the spreadsheet and this is for Mr. G's class with all these different standards and weird grading systems. And I was realizing that when I started tracking these different grades, when I started focusing on these different things, I was like, 
I'm actually, I know, not only do I know where I am, I'm aware of where I am with my grade, but I was actually able to stay on top of it a lot easier. And it wasn't, I wasn't, I'll be honest, I wasn't studying a lot. I mean, occasionally when I was like, okay, you know what, I might need to study for this standard, then I would study for that. But I would be aware of that because I'd be able to look at my grades and I'd be like, okay, you know what, I know this specific area needs some help. So I was like, okay, this is actually pretty interesting. And as I was creating this one thing, I was like, what if I did this for my other classes? What if I just started tracking my grades with the other classes? I mean, one, it'd be super easy to do because, you know, the grade system for that, all those other classes, all the other classes use basic points and no waiting. It's just you get points for things, you get points for homework, this, that, and the other. And I was like, okay, great. You know, I can understand that. It's super easy. I've already got the hardest class grading system out of the way. Um, and then there was another thing that came up with in the teacher, Mr. G., so going back to Mr. G's class, Mr. G also has, and this is another reason I created the spreadsheet. He also has a little, I don't want to call it a rule. He has like a, a gift, I guess you could say. He allows you to retake a standard, a specific standard, and you'll have that grade as, because it's the most recent grade, is worth 70% of your points. If you were to say get a three or a four in assignment, and then you take it again, study for that one specific assignment, or one specific standard, you can get a five on it, then you get 70% of that five and only 30% of your past grades, which means you can increase your grades dramatically. And you could do that twice per week. So there's basically no way for you to fail as long as you're aware of what grades or what standards you need to increase your grade in. So what I did is I started going through and I was like, okay, challenge number two. Now that I've got the system underway, now I've got to figure out what is the most valuable, the most valuable standard for me to retake so that I could increase my grades. So what I went through, I went through. Now, this was the hardest part because then I had to like, there was so many different moving parts and figure out, okay, what is the most recent grade? How do you calculate the points that you would get back as a percentage of your grade? And then his scale also, his grading scale is different. It's not like you get a, you know, of 100%. It's not like 90% and above is A. I mean, it is, but it's it's based off a scale of five. So a 4.5 and up is an A. And then a 4.49 to a 4 is a B. And then a, what is that? 3.99 to a 3.5 3.5 is a C. So there's like, there's all these different grading systems. So it's not exactly a 10%. The first like 30% are ABC. So it was like, I had to work through that. And then I had to figure out, okay. So basically there was this, I'm getting at, there was a whole bunch of different things I had to learn about the grading system and sitting down and actually looking through it helped me a lot with his class. And so I realized is that, okay, you know what? He actually, he's actually very generous with this retaking to a set two standards every week. So if you could figure out just one or two classes, basically figure out the minimum, because you know, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm, I don't like studying at all. I actually, I try to avoid as much as possible. I should be studying more, which is kind of ironic because, you know, I've got this whole, this whole podcast about being smarter and stuff and I don't study all that often. And the reason is because I see that there's a lot of inefficient studying. A lot of people spend their time studying things they shouldn't be, or they spend too much time studying, or they're not studying the right way and it's not actually doing them any good. So I'm like, I kind of, I don't say I avoid studying. I say I avoid inefficient and ineffective studying because that is just a waste of time to me. And so what I went through is like, okay, what's the, what's the basically the bare minimum I have to do to get an A in this class? So I went through 
and it was towards the end of the first marking period, and I was going through, and I, had to, I was going, okay, you know what, I figured out this, taking these two assessments would give me an A if I went through and got a five of them. We took a test, and I was not confident in that test grade, so I was like, okay, I'm going to have to study for this thing. So I go in during my lunch period. I'm like, Mr. G, I'm here. I'm ready to retake this assessment because I don't think I did good on the test. It was like the last week of the marking period, by the way. Shouldn't do it on the last week of the marking period, but I did it anyway. Um, so I went through, I, I went up to talk to him, was like, so I'm ready, I'm here, I'm ready to take the thing. He's like, oh, you don't need to, you know, you got a, like a four or a five or something on the last test, and literally it came out to be exactly 4.5 on the grade, and I got an A in that class. And so I realized, and this is, this was after I started tracking my other grades from my other classes, and when I started doing that, I was like, oh man, I there was so much going on with all these different classes. So it was like really focusing on Mr. G's class. I was able to sit down and go through and say, okay, you know what? Not only do I understand the grading system, I understand my weak areas. I understand what I need to focus on. And then I started applying that to other classes. So I went through and I have, I'm taking for my senior year, I'm taking seven classes and I have one lunch. So I've got a full schedule. Like everyone I know, except for like maybe one or two people has like, half as many classes as I do. And so I'm going through, I'm sitting down, I'm tracking each of the grades. So my system is basically, I get track of what class it is. So I have each of them has their own little subsheet basically. And then I get their little subsheet and then I say, okay, this assignment or this test, this homework grade, I got this many points. So the weight was, or the grade out of 100% was like, say, for example, 80%. So then I go through, I say for this chapter three test, I got an 80% and then I earned 20 points for that and I lost five points and then the total points for that assignment were 25. And what I do is I add all of them up and then I divide and then I get my percentage for the marking period. And so what I did is actually, as I was going through, I realized, okay, you know what? And then I, I created a little, there's a little equation that I, I did some math and figured out. There's an equation that you can figure out how many points you need to get a minimum of 90%. It's actually a really easy formula. I have to figure out some way to share it with you because I don't remember it off the top of my head. But it's basically something divided by the points you need divided by something rather equals 90% or something like that. I don't remember. It's just, it's math. It's See, this is the fun math. I enjoy that math that I can actually use and do something with rather than, you know, trigonometry or something like that that I don't really use all that often. So, Anyway, tracking my other grades for my other classes, then I started figuring out, okay, here's the minimum points I need to get an A, and then I started working towards, okay, there's a test coming up, I know that it's worth X amount of points, so I should study this area that I'm weak in, and all of this information came from tracking my grades, and I found it was really interesting that tracking my grades had this much insight and this much, so it wasn't necessarily that I was like studying extra in my classes, maybe like it wasn't studying any extra than you might be like, okay, you might study for like five minutes on that one test it's just knowing what to study where to focus your time and energy and that's kind of what tracking is tracking is being aware of where you are and where you want to be and that's what made it so powerful for me because I was able to say okay you know I want to get I want to get straight A's because I was like you know I've never actually gotten straight A's I've like gotten B's and A's and then like one C occasionally. So I was like, okay, you know what? This is going to be the year. I've got the tools. I've got the ideas. I'm going to put them to use and I'm going to get an A. Uh, I'm going to get straight A's. So I go through and this marking period, first marking period, or actually this past marking period, this first marking period, I got an A in my um, an A in my government class, an A in my natural disasters, an A in my entrepreneurship, 
A in English statistics. Statistics is the one that I was telling you about that was with Mr. G. And I got a B in computer science and the B was an 88.5. So I was literally, I was four questions off on one test and that would have been an A. And then I got an A in German. So it was like all of these different things. Like I was literally, I got six A's out of seven. And it was literally four questions on one test. I would have had straight A's. But I, going through, I can still get straight A's for the year if I were to go through and do better in that class, which is why tracking said, okay, you know what? I tracked the grades and I was like, okay, you know what? This is the class that I need to focus on this marking period. This is the one that I need to get a 95 or something like that so I can keep an A for the rest of the marking period or rest of the year. So these are, this is what tracking insights have been giving me. And one of the instances actually was that I was in my German class and I was going through and I realized that he misput in one of my grades. So the German teacher, so I talked with him, was like, hey, you know, can you check this out for me? And he actually went through and then he updated the grade. So these things like also keeps you track so that you can talk to your teachers because if you think about it, your teachers don't just have you as a student. Your teachers have, I think on average, what is it, 120 other students on average, if they have like four or five classes throughout the day. So there's like, they're focusing on all these different, and they're human, you know, these teachers are human. So sometimes they'll make mistakes, believe it or not. And so sometimes you have to like talk to them and this tracking spreadsheet helps you keep track of it. So basically once you get a grade on an assignment, you just put it in, you put on how many points you got, what percent you got, how many points you lost. And then it basically, you just do the math. Okay. This is how many points I have divided by the total value of points, and that's a percent. So it's super easy to like actually sit down and do the math. It's just it takes an extra. It's literally tracking your grades only takes an extra like three minutes in your average day. It's literally sitting down at the end of the day or whatever and tracking your your grades for what you got during that day. And since my school does it digitally, I can just go in and look at it, just add it directly to my spreadsheet. It takes not, it doesn't even take three minutes. I'll be honest. It takes like less than a minute for me to just go through and put in like three numbers, but it makes such a huge difference because it makes you cognizant of those different things. And part of that what I was going through, another thing that I've learned, so going back to the the what I've learned part of this, is one I've learned that tracking still makes it easier for tracking causes change. Tracking helps you see the things, helps you be aware of these different things, and it really helps you out in a lot of these areas. So one of the things that, you know, I knew with tracking is I knew where I was in my classes and where I wanted to go and how and then all I need to do was just do the work and it didn't mean see here's the thing you know I talked about this earlier I don't like studying so it just meant like okay I'm only going to study this one specific area or this that and the other and that's kind of like it's the efficient way of how to get your grades up because I'm like I'll be honest how to study how to get increase your grades without studying is all like I would love I have a few I have an episode on that all about organization and this is kind of where this system actually plays really closely knit to organization i was talking about in a past episode you can find it about organization like an a student secret tool and basically being organized what i do is the system is basically you get back a graded test and then what you do is after you put it into your spreadsheet of your grades you put it into a long-term storage so it's out of your working binder and my working binder is literally a one inch binder for every single one of my eight or every single one of my seven classes i have a one inch binder that holds all of that stuff and the reason is because i once i get something back or once i i'm done with something i put it into a long-term storage bin and i'm done with it and i have to think about it so that's kind of like basically you get back a grade you put it into your spreadsheet you track it and then you 
put it away into long-term storage. Not only you're organized, but you're also tracking your grades. And those two things combined is like, oh, you don't even have to study almost. So close, so close. I'm getting closer, guys. I, I don't want to study, but you know, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I still have to do it occasionally. So what I wanted to do is there was another thing that I was thinking about recently is I have, um, I created myself a poster for my room that has the, um, the Pardo principle, you know, the, the 80, 20 rule basically. And I was thinking about this and I did some more research into the 80, 20 rule. And I'll, I'll tie back, tie this back to tracking. The 80, 20 rule was basically created initially was a, a study done, um, by this guy. Um, I don't remember his name. I'm going to guess his name is, um, Perito, because I mean, that's the name of the principal. But basically, this guy was going through and he realized that 80% of all of the beans from his or peas, all of the peas from his garden were from 20% of all the pea plants. So he basically then what he did is he started studying. This is the thing that I didn't hear about until just recently, which is what I found interesting, is he started studying different like groups of legislation and different companies and organizations. And he started basically he was using the 80-20 rule, not only just for like productivity, but also for um well, I guess for productivity, not only for like economics and output and stuff, but also for productivity. He noticed that as companies got larger, what a company would do is like they'd have one person in charge of one thing. And then occasionally they would hire two assistants and then those people would hire two assistants and this sort of thing and that sort of thing. And you'd have like these bigger governments with all of this um, bureaucracy and all this sorts of thing. And what would happen is that once it once the, the company grew or the government grew, that they would lose, I believe it was on average 6% of their productivity and their efficiency as they started to grow and as they added like one or two more people. So what that what that translates to in my mind is he was saying the 80-20 principle is you can still get all of this output by having all this fewer amount of people and all this fewer amount of resources needed and all these sorts of things. He was saying basically he was trying to argue against larger governments in this sense or larger companies because I believe he went through and he did a study in all these different uh, countries on company sizes and their productivity and this is where he got all these data it was about six percent for every people that added on to it so what I what I draw that back and back into tracking because I've been doing all these tracking in all of these different areas between time tracking weight tracking um, grade tracking what I've realized is that as I made these as I've made more and more systems in my life as I've added more more and more different faucets for tracking and this thing and that thing and the other, I started to lose efficiency in these areas. And it wasn't like I wasn't losing like a lot of efficiency. It was just like I was spending 15 or 20 minutes, probably closer to 30 minutes a day tracking my time during the three month stint. So I was realizing that like once you start to add more and more things, once you start to add more and more systems, more and more this, more and more that into your life, you'll start to spend more time on that, which isn't a bad thing. And, and don't think that it is a bad thing, but there's a limit there's a limit to how much you should be adding versus how much you should be getting rid of. Because once you reach that limit, you start losing efficiency with these things. So I realized that now grade tracking is great because it's very minimal amount of time, energy, resources for a lot of gain and output. But I was realizing that not only tracking my grades, my time, my energy, sleep, I'm literally, I'm tracking so many different areas that I realized that the combination of all these different things, making it bigger, making it bigger, isn't necessarily adding back what I'm trying to get out of them. Like I'm trying to track my sleep while I, it's super 
easy for me to do because I could just have a watch that does it for me. These different things adding on top of each other start to add more and more time than I'm spending analyzing things instead of actually doing them. So just another thing to think about is if you are like me and you like to track every little faucet of your life and you're trying because you're trying to change every little faucet of your life and so you might want to like just draw back a little bit. This is one of the ones that I would say that I would keep if I were to have to remove two or three of my systems that I use on occasion, I would say this is one of the ones I would definitely keep because I know that it gives me output. And so basically all of that to say, tracking does definitely make a change. It's something that I've learned through my experience of tracking my grades and saying that if you were to track your grades, I believe that you'd be not only more mindful of where you are, but you'd also know where you want to go and how to get there. So that's what I have to say. That's what I've learned about tracking my experience with tracking my grades. I hope that you've learned something about this episode. I hope that you've gained some knowledge and experience you might have not known before and that you might be able to use this information in the future. If you want to, please, 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 please share this episode with a friend. I'm sure that there's someone out there that you know that needs to hear this information. And really the goal of YSB is to reach out and to help as many people as we possibly can. We're trying to help and better this generation so that they're ready and able to take on the troubles and the experiences that are going to come up in the future. So if you could please share this episode, it means so much. It literally, I, I can't tell you how much it means for one person to share with one person. It literally, you might not think very much of it, but literally that simple three-minute action or simple like half-a-second action of just pressing share means such a huge difference. And I, I just can't even explain how much of a difference that makes. Um, but anyway, getting back to this, we have some new stuff that I want to talk to you about. Our website is out there and in the details of this episode you can find it um, youngersmarterbetter.com you can also reach me personally at christian at youngersmarterbetter.com that will also be in the details below if you want to email me if you have any questions anything about the podcast or anything about school if you have any help want any help with anything just let me know um, you also we have instagram it has been super super helpful for me i've just been releasing one or two tips every single day just try and help you out as much as i can you can find that instagram at ysb today that is at ysb today all of that we're just kind of sharing an information here information there about all these new episodes and about all these different tips and tricks we're kind of bringing that into just a little bit daily thing so i hope you'll enjoy this episode i hope you learned something and as always stay hungry for knowledge <laughs>